Welcome to the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters. We're your hosts, Shannon and Mary, otherwise known as Maya and Electra. Through working with the Akashic Records, we have become aware of our connection to the rainbow realm, the highest point in the universe, or the pinnacle point. We're here to spread the knowledge of the rainbow realm from the Council of the Pinnacle to help you awaken to the truth of who you are. We cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to October. Welcome to fall. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere and if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, then welcome to spring. I believe. (laughs) Um, I am here today to talk to you solo, Shannon, and Mary and I are going to be switching up how we do our podcast episodes for the next month or two, probably. Um, We're not entirely sure yet, but we're going to do a few more solos, um, each of us, and Uh, bring on any guests that we feel called to have on the podcast as well so and and we'll still do some episodes together of course we're just going to kind of switch up a little bit to to fit with our schedules and what's going on in our lives right now so this week I'm coming to you by myself and I'm going to be talking to you about timelines and the timelines that we're on in 2020, timeline switching, timeline shifting, changing, jumping, and some of the things that I have been going through in my life all related to the shifts and changes of 2020 the energetic shifts that we're entering into in this um, last part of the year in October, now that we've entered into October, which is going to be a very intense month energetically um, in good in, in good ways, really. Everything is good if we look at it. I mean, we can choose to see it as good or bad, right? But... October is is going to be a month of a lot of changes for all of us if we allow ourselves to open up and accept that. So yeah, I'm going to kind of just be talking about what comes into my mind. I have um I have a plan of what I want to talk about, but I've also just opened my records before I, I started recording. So I am currently um not fully in my body. I'm, I'm like, I truly feel like I'm not in my body. Actually, I'm, I'm sitting with, um, with the council of the pinnacle around, uh, a really like, they brought me to this place that they've never brought me before. And that's where we still are. It's kind of like a, it is like a kind of spaceship vibe almost. It's very bright and, uh, monochromatic and, um, kind of silvery and we're seated 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 around some kind of table and um 
yeah, I can feel that they're, they're doing some work in my energy field and downloading messages into me for me to share as I talk. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll also be sharing what comes through from, from them, from the council, from the records as I talk. So I just want this to be a conversation, really. I want it to feel like a conversation between me and you. So, you know, get comfy um, and let's talk. Uh, I am literally uh, curled up in bed. <laughs> it's, it's what, it's midnight here. It's 1220 um, a.m. Um, when I'm recording this. I'm a bit of a night owl <laughs> and um, I have a um, turmeric latte that I just made with me and um, it's cold so I'm all bundled up. So get yourself bundled up or comfy and, and let's chat. So I'm feeling called to start by talking to you guys a bit about uh, my personal timelines and um, how I've been experiencing the timelines of the last few weeks. So as many of you probably know, I have been living in France, in Dijon, France, um, all of 2020. I came here to study naturopathy and my program started in January. And so I have been in Europe all of 2020. So um, it's... Well, I'll get to that later. So I, I'm in. I'm, I've been in France. I've been living in France. I've been living with my, um, with my partner, and you know, we went through we went through the confinement and the craziness of COVID, and and it's just been um, a very interesting year. And as many of you also may know, because I've been relatively vocal about it, um, I really have not um, liked my naturopathy program. I actually realized that it was not the right thing within about 10 days of being in class. And I went to the administration and I said, hey, look, um, it's been 10 days of class time. Um, you said that within 10 days we could still withdraw. Um, you know, it's been more than 10 calendar days, but it's been 10 school days. So um, you weren't, you know, they didn't specify um, if it had to be 10 calendar days or 10 school days. So I said, it's been 10 school days. Um, you know, I don't think this is going to be right for me. Can I drop? Can I, can I please withdraw? Um, and they were like, well, yeah, you can withdraw, but you still have to pay us all the money, which um, like completely inflexible, which is just a whole other thing. Um, this the system of of how schools work is is very bizarre um, to me um, coming from uh, coming from the U.S. where um, you do have like ad drop periods, you do have semesters. Um, there, you know, there's a break where you can say, okay, well, all right, I'll I'll I can leave after like four or five months if it's not right, as opposed to like, oh no, you're, you're locked in for, you know, the whole time. So I said, okay, okay, I will stay. Um, I'm paying the money. I'm going to stay. And I'm glad I stayed because I've gotten to be in France. I've gotten to be with my partner. Um, I've gotten to do a lot of great things. I've, I've got to do a lot of healing, which I've um, understood from my guides and the records. Um, 
needed to be done in France because of some energetic portals that I am literally right on in this part of France where I am according to my astrogeography um, chart. I'm on some um, major, major healing portals. And so that's the reason that I keep on literally have been drawn to this part of France for the last three years. Um, I've been living here on and off for the last three years. And um, but it's but now it's complete. Um, I feel complete with it. I felt complete with it for a few months and I've been receiving messages for months about all right, you're not supposed to finish this nat- naturopathy program. It, it just kept on getting more and more out of alignment. My um, digestion kept on getting worse and worse and worse. And I kept on getting the message like, yeah, your digestion is literally showing you that you're not digesting your life because you are doing something that is so not right. Like you're so far out of alignment now. Um, and so, you know, I've been grappling with that for a long time and saying, okay, well, you know, if, if it's time for me to leave, then show me, show me, you know, what am I supposed to do? And so lots of timelines kept on popping up at at one point during the summer, there were just so many different timelines. Um, and I was like, okay, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do, you know, cause basically I can see different timelines every time I, you know, every time I ask to see, I see lots of different timelines and and this is something I do for myself. I, you know, I can see all of the possibilities, um, and I can see which possibility is the most likely at that point of time, but then that can change as well, because of course we're always, um, we're always changing our, our possibilities, our timelines are are shifting as we make, uh, as we make decisions. And so, you know, at one point in the summer, there were just so many possibilities. I, I was like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. And so I just um, waited it out. And, um, and eventually, it became really clear. Um, I was just miserable, honestly. And my, um, my partner was like, you need to leave. Like you, you need to just leave. Like you, you are so miserable. I hate seeing you this miserable. Um, and part of the reason that I didn't leave, um, at that time was because, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to say, yeah, but I'm going to leave. And then what happens to us, um, in terms of my relationship and all this stuff. And so I was like, no, I'm kind of, you know, I am miserable, but I'm going to, going to, going to stick it out for a little bit. Um, I know that something's coming. I know, like, I, I don't, I don't know what timeline I'm going to be on yet, but I can see the pinnacle are showing me that I am supposed to leave. They're showing me that this is part of my path, but like, they're not pushing me to do it quite yet. So I'm just going to stay. Um, and honestly, like by the last few weeks I was even there, um, I was just not even really active in in what we were doing. I um <laughs> I created uh a lot of uh, I worked on my on my website like all um, most of the time honestly. I was creating my own programs, my course Healing Inside Out, um my quantum healing course literally channeled through me as I was sitting in class. Um like I looked like I was taking notes for what you're talking about, but it was actually writing down channeled messages, um, for that course for like a week. Like I was just sitting there, like couldn't stop because I was channeling so much about, um, the quantum healing process that I share in that course, um, which is all on my website. But yeah, I, I, I was really working on, on my own stuff and channeling stuff, um, channeling information and, and things I needed to write down and share, 
pretty much all day long when I was there. Um, and so then we went on uh, our annual, our, our one break of the year, which was the last uh, two and a half, three weeks of August. And the days, the couple, the two days before we went on, on break, so we had classes on Monday and Tuesday. And those two days before, um, we had a lot of extra students in class. Um, and it was very frustrating because there was um, no communication of that beforehand. So there's no way to, you know, know that we were going to be have lots of extra students in class beyond what we normally did. There were no uh, precautions put in place, no barrier methods. You know, we're in France. Um, COVID is better controlled here than like in the U.S., but um, cases, you know, were ramping back up and still are. Um, but, in, in you know, this was um, the second week of August. Cases trying to ramp back up. There was no, there were no bar- barrier methods put in place. Um, we were shoulder to shoulder in, in a, in a, really really hot room it was like like almost 100 degrees fahrenheit like i don't know like 38 degrees celsius it was really really hot no one was wearing masks except for a very few of us um and the school didn't care and and we'd been having um as a class we'd been talking to the school all year long saying you know these things aren't working we need to find a solution the school was just always saying we don't care. Like it, it's the, it was the weirdest thing. It was like, um, I've never experienced anything like that because all my school experiences in the U S which is where I've done all my other schooling. You know, if you have, if there's a problem that students are saying, especially in a university setting where you're paying, um, then, you know, the administration is, is there to figure out that problem because the students are paying and the students can stop paying. Like, (laughs) um, the students, you know, Obviously, if it's something crazy, then the, stu- then the students are not going to get their way. I'm not saying that, but, you know, there is a um, reciprocity there. I've never experienced um, something like this situation in the, with this school here where the school is just like, we literally don't care that you're uncomfortable. We literally don't care what you think. Like, we don't want to, we don't care, so we're not going to change anything. And we expressed as a class our discomfort with, um, the way that they were handling COVID and all of this. And they were just like, yeah, we don't care, whatever. Uh, completely brushed it off. So I knew then, um, I wasn't ready to say it out loud, but I knew uh, I'm not coming back after this break. And so I, I don't even remember what we did those two days of class because I was completely checked out. I was doing my own work. Like I was literally doing my own work. So I was like, this is such bullshit. I had to be here because I don't, I don't, I'm not quite, I'm not quite ready. I like knew I wasn't coming back, but I wasn't ready to stand up and say that I needed, I needed a bit of time to like gather myself, which is what I did over the break. Um, my boyfriend and I went to Luxembourg and spent almost three weeks in Luxembourg, um, regrouping, recalibrating, traveling around, uh, giving me the space to make my decision. And he was, was and is incredibly supportive of the decision I made. Um, no one has been more supportive than him. Um, and this, and that's because, you know, he's seen up, up close how absolutely miserable, um, I was on this timeline in this school. I made a decision not to go back and I informed the school of that. And the way that the school responded to me 
was just huge confirmation because I've never had a nasty response to something. <laughs> so um, that was just massive confirmation. And so as I am sitting here telling you this, um, relating, recounting this story, um, I am about to leave France. I'm about to come back to the U.S. for an indefinite period of time. I have a flight in two days. Yeah, two days. Um, <laughs> I leave my apartment in just over 24 hours. And I, it's, it, it, I've been waiting to share this story until it felt right. And tonight it feels like it's right. So the, the night I'm recording this feels like it's time to share all of this. So this is where I want to get into the timeline stuff because timelines have been shifting really intensely and you may have seen I, I've been talking about this on my Instagram which is um, healing intuitively for any of you who don't um, who don't follow me or who don't know my Instagram I so I've been talking about timelines um, and how they've been shifting and I want to share a bit more about about what that means so I, and I'm going to share um, in the context of, of how it's shifted for me so I can explain how they've shifted so crazily. And it's not just been me experiencing this. I'm just going to give you my, my example. Um, so when I made the decision to leave school, to leave my program, actually, wait, before I get into this, I just want to um, note one other thing. One of the other things that pushed me to leave, to leave this program, to make that decision was because um, kind of serendipitously, like, I mean, synchronistically there's no coincidence right those last couple of days that I was actually in class I was I, I, I found this American naturopathic trained woman and she's she's now um she's not she no longer, she no longer practices naturopathy but she got a naturopathic degree from one of the American universities and I found um a blog that she had she she has where she writes about naturopathy the dangers of naturopathy and i don't really want to go into all of this except to say that um i i spent a lot of time i spent several hours no like those two days actually i spent oh, the majority of those two days diving deep into her work into what she was writing about into into other publications she'd been in into um her accusations against naturopathy as a field um, in the U.S. and in the in the world, and for me, it really confirmed a lot of things I was already feeling. And don't get me wrong, I am not saying that naturopathy is all a quack. That's what this this person is saying. So I'm not going to mention this this lady or her website because I don't fully agree with her views. But she was saying some things. Some of the things that she talks about. Um, were really hitting home for me because I had been feeling for quite a long time, especially in in the way that I was learning naturopathy, that, you know, this is BS. Like we're not learning anything that that gives us the ability to be able to actually help somebody. Like if I were to take the what I'd learned um, in this program and and we'd almost by the time I I left, we'd finished most of the teaching. There was there's like a lot of the rest of the year was writing a thesis and of course there's still class time but the the vast majority was was finished by the time um, that we had a break and I just I literally could not look in the mirror and say 
I would be comfortable sharing this with somebody under the guise of saying that I understand what I'm talking about because literally we learned, for example, we learned about the human body, um, like human anatomy in like five days, like six days. And, and then we were supposed to be able to understand human anatomy to its in the in depth and be able to talk to someone about their body. Like, no, that's that is such bullshit. No one can do that. That is something like, you know, you would never see a medical, anyone with a medical license, like, would have studied for that, that for a lot, lot longer. So, of course, there's differences between this school I'm doing, I was doing in France as opposed to like a school in the US. The schools in the US are four years. Um, but what this person was saying in, in their blog that I stumbled upon is basically that. Even though um, it's four years in the U.S., there's still it's still woefully inadequate when you connect when you compare it to a medical school in terms of um, scientific premise, in terms of um, what you're learning, in terms of what you're given to like what you, how what you're supposed to know and how much how well it's taught and all of this, and that really hit home because the school that in France that I was in is based off of the schools in the U.S. So I was like, all right, well, yeah, I can see that because here it's the same thing. I, I was like, I, I would never, I could finish this program, but I would still never, ever use it because the things that we were using, we were, things we were learning are things I could learn by doing a simple Google search. Like I learned nothing I could not do, I could not learn um, and master by myself just by doing a Google search and reading scientific websites or buying um, a bunch of, of health um, books written by different doctors, which I already have done and read an enormous amount of, I was like, I could just have learned the exact same things from, from buying a bunch of books and doing self-study. Like, I am not learning beyond that. Like, I would be if I had gone to medical school or something. And so I would never use this to, to tell someone I could help them or treat them or guide them in any sense, in any way. That would be completely unethical, um, in my opinion. And so that was really um, a catalyst for me in saying and helping me make the decision to walk away, um, finding that blog, finding that person. And it really validated for me a lot of what I was feeling about um, my naturopathic program and even naturopathy in general, because for months I had been questioning why I was even doing this. Because actually when I thought back to all of the times I've seen naturopaths in my life, and I've seen quite a few naturopaths, there's only one that really stands out as someone who truly helped me. Every other naturopath I've seen, um, and, and the, the one who stands out is the one who actually helped me figure out I had Lyme disease, that I've been chronically ill for a long time, um, who figured out a lot of stuff for me. And I, she was the first naturopath I ever saw, but every other naturopath I'd ever seen really forced on me an enormous amount of drugs. Um, a lot of them were pharmaceuticals, and if they weren't pharmaceuticals, they were herbal medicines, but they were um, too mixed up with a bunch of other pharmaceuticals. It was too much, and it was, you know, if anyone's ever gone to a naturopath, you spent an enormous amount of money, um, and I just... I ended up, um, there's one I saw when I had Lyme, not the same one who really helped me, a different one, who I saw for a year when I was incredibly sick at my sickest. And she said, we're going to get you better. And I just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And I was taking an enormous amount of drugs, um, incredibly expensive, incredibly expensive antibiotics. And on top of that, like incredibly expensive herbal mixtures she was making for me, um, 
And when I told her I needed to take a break because it was too much, I couldn't handle it. Her medicines were making me sicker. She got super pissed at me and told me, I don't remember what she said. She just, she just kind of like, was like, shrugged me off, like in a, in a very, um, petty kind of, um, passive aggressive way. And I said, okay, I'm just going to take a couple of weeks. Um, I need, I just need to give my system a break. And then I, um, I took those, those couple of weeks and I, that's when I had my spontaneous healing, which you can hear about in the episode where I talk about my healing journey from Lyme. And, um, then like I got tested and I had nothing left um, in my body. And so I called her and said, you know, I, I had this amazing healing. I'm fine. I'm completely healthy. I haven't been this healthy in years. Uh, would you mind sending me my medical records from you for just, I'd like to have them. My doctor wants to see them. You know, my, my primary care doctor wants to see them as well. And I, I've never gotten those, mec- those records back. Um, she, she never returned my call. I called multiple times just really bad experience with experiences with naturopaths really. And I saw another naturopath last summer, um, in 2019 and, um, she was nice. She was really nice, but she just kept on giving me so many different, um, drugs. She tried to push so many different drugs on me. And so my whole point being, um, I was really doubting, you know, the whole already being very skeptical of the whole naturopath thing. Like, are they really, is, is it really any better than seeing a regular doctor? They just, every, my experience has always been just being given a lot of different things to take that don't really help. And, um, you know, basically there was just all this thing, all these things that came into this, this decision. And I have realized for myself as well, honestly, I mean, I don't really believe in medicine. Um, Unless, except for, of course, like, you know, I'm really glad we have medicine for emergencies and such. And if I needed, you know, if I had a car accident or um, needed surgery, you know, obviously I would go to a doctor um, and I'm very grateful for that. But in terms of most, most things, um, I don't um, believe that, that any of our medical systems are really the answer, naturopath or allopathic, like it it doesn't matter. Um, if I, I would probably for myself at this point with everything I've learned from my experience being chronically ill, um, and in the allopathic system, um, to my experience being chronically ill, the naturopathic system, and then to my experience, um, learning more about the naturopathic system of medicine, I would not go to either naturopathic or allopathic. I would probably go to a functional medicine doctor. Um, because from my research, there's a lot, uh, you know, that's, that's, it's a lot better. Functional medicine doctors have a medical degree. They have an MD, but then they're also trained, um, on how to look at a patient holistically, which is really the biggest benefit of a naturopathic doctor, but a naturopathic doctor doesn't have the same training that, um, an MD does. So anyway, um, that was a little tangent, but that was, that was a big part of why I made made this decision. So back to the timelines. Um, so when I made the decision to leave the school, I, I saw lots of different timelines in front of me. And like I said, this is one of the, my gifts. I see, I see a lot of timelines. I, I see a lot of different possibilities for myself. I see it for clients as well. When I work with, with people, um, I, I can see different timelines, but it, it can change, right? So when I left the school at the very end of August, beginning of September, the timeline I was on 
was I, I could see very strongly that the most likely timeline was that I was going to go to Ireland um, and that my partner was going to, go to, going to go to Ireland. And he did go to Ireland. He is in Ireland. He's studying. Um, and, you know, that's, that timeline was still really, really strong for me until two weeks ago. No, not even two weeks ago. A week and a half ago, I was in Paris and um, visiting a friend. I hadn't taken a tri- I hadn't taken a plane ticket yet, which was pretty crazy. Literally, this was less than two weeks ago, and I'm leaving in two days. So that's how quickly I made the decision to buy a ticket to come back um, to the U.S. Um, because my timeline that I was that I was being shown was still go to Ireland, go to Ireland, go to Ireland, and then there the night that. Um, that that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, the Supreme Court Justice, you all know who she is. The the night that she um, she passed, I was in Paris, like I said, and I had the weirdest night of sleep. And I didn't know what happened because I was in French time, right? So I was like asleep um, when the news broke of her passing. But all night long, I. I was tossing and turning and and waking up and then going right back into sleep. Basically, this is what I do um, when I'm traveling, when I'm astral traveling, when I'm jumping around, when I'm going in and out of different places, different planets, different dimensions, different spaceships. So I was aware of this all night long, but I have no idea, you know, how, what time it was or anything like that. I have a very strict rule. I never look at the time. Um, I never look at my phone or anything even when I'm waking up um, on and off all night long. So all I know is that it felt like I, I was coming in and out of different travels all night long. And I, and I felt very restless. My body felt really, really, really heavy. I felt really almost sick, like my body hurt to the nth degree. I felt um, like I was, my, I felt like my body was not fully solid there it was like my body was was vibrating at such this it's just like this incredibly high speed or frequency and so it was really it was really painful um I felt really uncomfortable and I was just trying to I was just like waiting for this energy to settle down and and when I finally got up that more the next morning um oh no actually it wasn't even when I got up I finally um woke up more, more solidly. And I got up and checked, checked the time. And I saw the news. I I had got, I had a news alert on my phone that I saw when I checked the the time. Um, and that was when I learned of, um, RBG's passing. And then I, as soon as I saw that, I, I laid back down and I finally went into a deep dreamless sleep for like two or three hours hey guys this is shannon i'm just popping in with an offer from my website healingintuitively.com i just launched my first quantum healing and akashic records reading course all about how to heal yourself quantumly exactly how i have healed myself from lyme and chronic illness it is called healing inside out and i'm so excited to share it with you If you purchase the course and send me a screenshot of the purchase confirmation, I am offering free Akashic Soul Medicine sessions, recordings, with every purchase of the course. So if you send me 
a screenshot that you purchased the course either to my email shannon at healingintuitively.com or to my instagram at healingintuitively i will send you a free soul medicine akashic session so can't wait to work with you hello loves this is mary i wanted to take this moment to thank you for being here and for listening to this episode As always, I am here for you should you be interested in diving into the cosmos of your unique human design. One of the things I absolutely love about human design readings is looking at your chart while being in the records and connected with the Council of the Pinnacle. The experience is just so powerful and it truly allows you to see yourself. And I am offering discounted prices for all of you. So if you feel called to book a session with me online, Let me know that you came here from the podcast. I can't wait to connect. And when I woke up, I could feel that something had changed. could feel something had definitely changed. And within a few hours, um, I knew for, for sure that the timeline had jumped because I now felt a really overwhelming sense of urgency to buy a plane ticket to go to the U.S. and not to Ireland. Um, And it was really, really confusing. It was was kind of heartbreaking because it's not what I wanted to do. I was like, had tickets that I was going to buy to go to Ireland. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but that is the timeline I'm seeing. And so I'm going to do it. And then that timeline jumped. I jumped timelines. That's what I was doing all, all of that night was jumping timelines. My soul was trying to decide what timeline I needed needed to be on. As soon as I saw that news, obviously my unconscious higher self soul already knew what timeline I needed to be on, but seeing the news allowed my conscious body, um, my conscious self and therefore my body to relax into the timeline and the frequency where I needed to be the new place that I, I jumped to. And that was when I finally... My body finally stopped hurting, stopped vibrating, stopped stopped um, feeling uncomfortable, and I was able to go to sleep because I um, settled into a new timeline. <laughs> I'm sharing this because that is the energy that we are we have been in and that we are still in is that of timelines jumping like crazy. So. You may have experienced this yourself. I know I'm not the only one who has. I've talked to a few people who have been experiencing crazy timeline jumps and shifts and and changes over the last few weeks, especially. And so this is really a, a big lesson for all of us that, you know, if like me, you see things in the future, um, you see the possibilities, you know, not to get attached because basically we are in, especially now in these next three months, do not get attached to anything you see or feel or, or channel for yourselves or receive for yourselves about your path, especially like your, your path at this moment in time, like your next steps, do not get attached. Like that is the biggest message that the pinnacle is telling me to share it with you guys right now. Um, because reminder, I am in my records, so like they're coming through really strongly right now saying, do not get attached because we are entering into three absolutely crazy months energetically, um, in the sense that energy is going to be off the walls and there's a lot of astrology that's going to happen. So like, if you want to, um, look into, if you want to understand more about that, that is in, 
Um, we talked about that in the podcast episode that came out a couple of weeks ago where I talk with our sister, our sister Catherine, who's an astrologer, uh, an astrologer. So there's a lot of crazy astrology that's coming up, but and so that helps us explain, um, conceptualize the energetic waves that are coming up, the energetic changes that are coming up. But do not get attached to anything you see for yourself because timelines are changing so crazily, even for the collective. Don't get attached to anything you're feeling for the collective because it could literally change overnight. And it probably will because that is the energy we're coming into now with the full moon on October 1st, which will have passed by the time you you listen to this. But it is 1 a.m. on October 1st for me as I am <laughs> talking to you right now recording this. So the energy of this full moon, the energy of the new moon on the 16th, the energy of the full moon on the 31st, these are three really intense events just in October and then we have so much coming up in November, December and the collective is really oscillating between lots of different timelines right now. I mean just in the U.S. for example um, which is a timeline a lot of people you know American or not are focusing on because of our president of our presidential election coming up there's two different timelines there you know there's two well there's really multiple timelines but you know two main timelines between who wins and and it could be either um right and it, it all depends on so many different on and on what timelines each person in the uh, in the country who's an eligible voter takes you know are you going to choose a timeline where you vote or not for example <laughs> um it depends on the timeline of the timelines that that is a collective we choose to take, are we going to choose a, a timeline of fear? Are we going to choose a timeline of hope? Are we going to choose timelines um, where we're putting our power in our government? Or are we going to choose timelines where we're taking that power back to ourselves, um, for ourselves, to do what we, we want to do for ourselves? So the message altogether essentially is do not get attached. I'm just going to say it again and again and again. Do not get attached to any outcomes because it's not going to serve you right now. It's not going to serve any of us right now. I am literally seeing as I say this to you, so many different outcomes for the world um, in the next three months. So many timelines. There's an infinite number of timelines that I am seeing and that I'm being shown right now. And there are ones I would prefer, of course, but we can't get attached and what whatever timeline we ends up we end up on is going to be because of the collective but also because of what we do do ourselves so this is really the time to take ownership of your energy of your of your creative sovereign power choose the timeline you want to be on for yourself you know choose the grand the grand idea um, of timeline that you want to be on you know choose do you want to be in fear or do you want to be in co-creation do you want to be in fear or in sovereignty well that's really the big one fear or sovereignty do you want to be in fear or sovereignty and but then be unattached to the out to the timelines within that time that grand um, category of timelines because it, they could change and they will change so be unattached that's really important <laughs> And that's really a big thing that I've been learning. And so that's why I'm talking about this and sharing this with you. And so I want to share with you a little bit as well about what my next steps are. 
um, because I'm not finishing my naturopathy program. I am free. I um, have gotten rid of so much stuff. Um, I feel like a weight is off my shoulders. I had this massive textbook that I bought and barely used and I didn't have anything to do with it. No one wanted it. I couldn't find any place to sell it to. Like it's so, I was like, this is, why is this so hard? Like I, but, um, I went and like put it in a, in like one of those like neighborhood, like free library things. (laughs) So someone's going to get a textbook if they want it. But as soon as I did that, I felt such a huge weight off of my shoulders. Like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. It's gone. So my next steps, I am going to be going to see my parents in Arizona. They just moved to the Phoenix area, which is um, kind of hilarious because, you know, I am excited to like go explore like Sedona, for example, and the Grand Canyon, visit visit that, um, the energy vortex is there. So kind of funny. It's also super weird to be going back to the U.S. and not be going to New Hampshire, which has been the American home that I've gone back to for, uh, what, like 12 years? So that's, that's kind of bizarre. But I'm going to Arizona. I don't know yet for how long. I've channeled some timelines before, but I'm being very unattached because like I was just saying, I, even though I have received, you know, this is what it could be. This is the timeline you're on. I know it, it might likely change. So I'm just being really unattached to it. And I am excited because I'll also be in a better time zone to work with, um, some of my beautiful clients and, um, to work with more people as well, just because so many of the people that I I work with right now are in the U S and so (laughs) I'm going to be in a little bit of an easier time zone for that, which I am excited for. Um, I might become less of a night owl when I get there because right now I'm, I'm so much of a night owl because I do so much work in the evenings and I've been doing so much work in the evenings for months. And so I really have a hard time right now. Um, settling down early as evidenced by the fact that I'm recording this at 1am. Um, and I'm going to be starting a shamanic apprenticeship, um, which has been something I've been channeling I needed to do for months as well. And that was what I was feeling called to Ireland for. I am going to be working with somebody in Ireland. We're going to be doing it remotely for a while and then we'll, we'll eventually get together on the land and do some work on the land. Um, but I'm going to be training in star and um, Celtic shamanism and not even training, actually remembering because my soul is already a shaman. I know this, um, but I, I need to remember in this life. And so I'm going to be remembering the star and Celtic shamanistic um, traditions. And I'm incredibly excited. I'm nervous because it's a really big um, step. I'm jumping into something right after I left something else, which is scary. Um, and it's it's like that, like I, I, I've felt for a while and known for a while. I'm kind of at that point in my story where um, in a year, in a few years, I'll be able to look back and say, this is where I took that blind leap of faith and I had no idea how it was going to work out. I had no idea how anything was going to look. Um, I was really scared, but I did it and look, this is what happened. Um, I'm like at that point, that's what I've been doing. 
Um, I've never made a decision as crazy as this before. Um, and not because it's actually like crazy. I'm insane crazy. Just like I've never made a decision so um, against society, really. Like everything I'm doing is like against what I've been taught is right as um, in society. You know, you don't leave school. Um, you don't do crazy things like a shamanic apprenticeship. Like you don't go do, blah, 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 you know, blah, 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 blah. Even uh, going, going back to the U.S. is, is uh, been something I've been struggling with because it's not my um, sole home. Like I am American born. Um, I am American citizen, but I've literally never um, super connected to that. Um, some of my earliest thoughts and memories that I remember for myself are, um, saying, you know, I'm going to go live in Europe, um, before I really truly understood what that was saying, you know, I'm going to live in London or Paris or whatever, like, um, and not like in a, you know, little kids say, well, actually, I don't know if, I don't know if little kids say this, um, but not in like a little kid, like, oh, I'm going to go live in these places. They're cool. Like, no, like I was like, I'm going to go live in those places because that's where I'm supposed to be. And that was, that's how I remember feeling and knowing it. Um, and so like when my, when my family lived um, in India as a kid, um, I never wanted to move back to the U.S. Like <laughs> I literally never wanted to move back to the U.S. Um, and so it's, it's definitely super weird. Um, and I'm not saying this to bash the country. I know there are lots of people who love it. Um, and, I, and I don't hate it. It's just like, that's not what I'm saying at all. I, I, I do love, you know, I do love parts of it. It's just not like where, where my soul is meant to spend most of its time. I've channeled like that right now, um, the timeline. And this is like a pretty big timeline. So I'm not, I don't think this one will change, but non-attachment it could. Um, that for me, this is the last time I'm going to live in the U.S., um, for however long I'm, I'm there for any kind of, like, I will actually live there. Um, this is the last time I will actually live on the land in any way. Um, cause I'm not supposed to live there. So this is kind of the last time. And I, I also feel very strongly I'm coming back for family reasons. I'm not going to go into that, but I, I feel a very strong, like ancestral family call. And I, I believe that's a really big part of why my timeline jumped. I just, I just have a really deep feeling about that because it's kind of weird a lot of my family um well not well my parents just moved to Arizona and as did my grandparents um and there's just a lot of stuff there so I think that that's a big part of it um and my um my kitty I have three kitties that have been with my parents and um one of them is my my soul she's like my soulmate she's one of my big my my most important soulmates and um she's been calling me home for a while too she's she's um she's she's old and uh bits and she's been sick for a long time and she uh she's been calling me home she's been coming to me in dreams and calling me home and uh you know even with the shamanic apprenticeship I know that she's calling me home to start it with her because she um she sent me that message said, you know, you you need to be here to start this with me while I'm still here. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 a, a, a lot of, um, pretty big timeline shifts for me. It's not at all what I thought was going to happen. What I was telling what would happen until, uh, less than two weeks ago. Um, and it's because of these timeline shifts and, 
so the, you know, the other big message I really want to leave you with here is that our timelines are going to shift, going to continue to shift. And sometimes, you know, we have two ways to look at it when a timeline shifts. We can look at it as we're disempowered. Oh my God, this is not what I thought was going to happen. This is not what I was, I was receiving would happen. Um, this is, this is so unfair. I'm such a victim. I don't want to do this. This is not what I want. This is not what I've been planning for. Um, this isn't fair. Like, you know, you, you know, we can say to our guides, you told us, you told me, you were showing me something completely different. This isn't fair. Well, yeah. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. If we want to, we can, um, allow ourselves to become victims, but you know, that doesn't serve us. It doesn't help us. Our other, our other, um, choice is to say, okay, this is what it is. It is what it is, you know, great. It is what it is. Um, there's a reason for this. I don't know exactly what that reason is yet. I am I'm open to receiving and understanding the reasons for this. But even before I completely understand the reasons, I, I surrender to it. It's fine. This is what I am supposed to do right now. And I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to learn what I need, learn what I need to learn. I'm going to embrace this. I am going to choose this. I'm going to actively choose it. You know, yes, this is where the universe is sending me. But I'm also going to actively choose to go along with it to work with the universe in its flow and not to, um, to push against it. And this is something that I have, have been learning myself. And that's why I wanted to share it with you because with everything that's changed in my timelines, I realized I had two options. One would be to say, this sucks. I do not want to go back to the U S um, I'm safer in Europe from COVID. <laughs> Um, no, but, but seriously, um, I don't want to go back to the U S this is not what I want to do. I'm being separated from my partner. I'm being separated from my life. Um, this is not what I want to do. And I'm, I feel victimized by it. Or I can say, you know, this is not what I was expecting, but I know there's a reason and I'm choosing it. And that's what I've decided to do. And I, I don't feel victimized or at the mercy of anything I, I actually tr I do truly feel like you know I have made this choice I'm choosing to do this I'm choosing to go I'm choosing to make the most of whatever the, whatever it is that I'm supposed to do um, I'm choosing it wholeheartedly and I'm not going to fight against it because the universe is going to do what it wants to do anyway so I might as well go along with it and it's a lot easier if I choose it and it's a lot happier for my soul if I choose it so I'm going to choose to love the path that I'm on. And, you know, that brings me to the last thing that I want to touch on here um, about timelines as well. That's kind of the big theme of this is um, timelines. And something else that I channeled just yesterday on the day I'm recording this um, is about the timelines of twin flames. So I'm not going to go super deep into this. I am no expert. Uh, there are lots of other experts that you can look um, look towards as far as twin flames. Cassie Kane has great twin flame info as info as does Catherine Whaler, who is uh, our sister, the the heart, the holder of the heart energy of Maropa. Um, two great resources for Twin Flame information, but I was receiving um, information about Twin Flame timelines, how lots of Twin Flame timelines right now are kind of being put on a 
fast forward twin flames that are in, that are incarnated together to meet in this lifetime are being put on a fast forward to meet to meet this year to meet in the next couple of years to meet in 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 the the near future essentially that could literally mean days from now that could mean a few months that could mean a, a year from now like that's all near future right those timelines are all jumping forward uh we're gonna lots of people are going to be starting to to feel their twin flames coming in in a kind of a mass a mass awakening kind of way and so i want to share that here as well with you guys i'm sure some of you listening here are twin flames you're probably starting to feel this energy or maybe you've recently connected with your twin or you're about to and if you're if you're listening to this part and you're like yeah no whatever and you don't resonate with 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 feeling as though you have a twin flame then you know feel free to skip this part not everyone has twin flames some people do some people don't it just is what it is there's no good bad better worse as far as it goes it's just different souls choose different paths to awakening and to ascension and to yeah moving through the dimensions and consciousness and the twin flame path is just one of those paths but if you are resonating with this I just wanted to put that out there. The pinnacle is telling me to put this out there that twin flame paths are being fast forwarded. And so you may find yourself on that. Um, But the important, the other important thing to know is that although timelines are coming together for twin flames to meet, to, to reunite, it does not mean that all the timelines are coming together to reunite, to meet and to reunite and stay reunited. They're channeling to me, the council is channeling to me that actually a lot of twin flames are are on timelines right now to reunite, but then to separate again. And so that's why they want me to say this, to talk about this just briefly is because my partner and I are twin flames. It's something that um, neither of us realized for a very long time. And then I, I, um, I reawakened, re- re- <laughs> that was hard. I reawakened to that possibility over the summer and asked for um, some signs and got got them pretty immediately. Didn't and when I shared it with my um, with my partner, he was like, "Yeah, okay." He's he's not quite at the same place in in his spiritual journey, so he was just like, "Okay, like, <laughs> sure." <laughs> um, when we work together in the records, because I have. Um, been teaching him a bit about how to work in the records and, and read his records for him and brought him in with me. Um, it is it is the most otherworldly otherworldly experience beyond anything I've ever experienced with anyone else. And I've I've read the records for a lot of people, so that, you know more confirmation. But anyway, we are twin flames and we have been going through a lot of cycles of a lot over the time we've known each other of being in the same place and then being separate and then being in the same place and then being separate. And this this. This year, um, we've been living together, um, been the most together we've ever been in terms of like literally living in the same place and sharing an apartment. And neither of us expected to be to be separated again like this, um, maybe for a few weeks or like a month or something, but not not separated to the extent of like me going back to the U.S. for not sure how how long um and so that's really the message that I'm being guided to share is that yes lot this energy is coming through where lots of twin flames are going to be reunited and going to start awakening together and it's going to be really beautiful but there's also going to be a lot of you come together and then it's time to um, go your separate ways and 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 
have your own journeys for a while before you come back together if that's what you're you've contracted to do in this lifetime yeah that was is there anything else you want me to share counsel yeah they're just saying that that's important to know not something to um get hung up on you know if it happens it happens if, if that's something that is in your experience in your timeline to experience right now then you know you will but if not you you won't um but it's it's just kind of an overall collective energy that um energy update that they wanted me to share yes okay and so with that i'm feeling pretty complete um just just to go back timelines are shifting non-attachment is key as is non-victimization very very key allow the timelines to change do not be attached to outcomes uh, choose choose the, the overall themes that you want for your timelines, especially if you are American, as I know a lot of our listeners are, and you are worried about this election. Choose to put yourself on a timeline of, of, of love, of sovereignty, because the more of us who choose to be on that timeline, the more likely we are to, to help the collective choose to be on that, on that timeline. And you know, I think all of us can agree that it definitely feels better to, or would feel better no matter what the outcome is, to be able to say, you know, I was working towards that timeline. That was the timeline I'm call- I was calling in, is the timeline of love and sovereignty and bringing that forward for the collective. So those are the messages that they, uh, the council is asking me to share with you. And with that, I feel pretty complete. So I'm going to stop rambling now. Um, I really hope that you guys have enjoyed listening to this solo episode. I really hope that there's been some nuggets of wisdom in here for you guys that um, really you can take with you in whatever way serves you. But I do hope that this has been helpful. It, all of the talk about timelines and and everything that's changing in our in our world really as always I want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my bottom of my heart for listening and to ask you if you enjoy this episode to share with anyone in your tribe who you think would resonate Mary and I both appreciate this so much it really helps us to connect with more um, amazing rainbow souls like yourself and it is just such a wonderful way to grow this community speaking of community we do have a facebook group that we would love to grow um, with all of you in it and the link to join that is in the bio of our instagram the prismatic heart of the seven sisters instagram I can also include it in the sh- in the show notes. I will do that to have you all come join us over there in the Facebook group. We would love to have you. We want to grow it into a beautiful conscious space where all of us rainbow souls can come together, can connect, can share, can um, really just have this beautiful corner of the internet where we can all connect in um, in a in a more private way. Um, than just on Instagram or um, 
yeah, just than just via Instagram to really have this Facebook group where we can connect and share things that we're all receiving and get to know each other even better. So please, please come join us. And if you do, we would absolutely love um, if you, you know, introduce yourself so we all can get to know you. We would just absolutely love to have you join. And as always, also, if you feel if you feel called, we would be so, so grateful if you would like, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever your podcast player is. It really, really helps us so much, and we really appreciate it. And if you do do so and you want to send us a screenshot of your like, rate, and review, we will send you a free gift to say thank you for doing that because it is so incredibly helpful and we really appreciate it more than we can possibly put into words and with that I just want to say once again thank you for listening please please let me know any reactions you have any questions comments or holy shit I've been feeling so much of the same um, energy and things have been changing crazily for me too please let me know let's share let's uh let's talk about it so definitely feel free to share on um our Instagram, the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters, or feel free to shoot me a message on my personal Instagram um, at healing underscore intuitively underscore, um, or connect with me on my website at healingintuitively.com. You can send me a message from there as well, and we can chat about all of this crazy timeline stuff. Um, yeah, and now I really am going to let you go and leave you, so have a wonderful rest of your um, day or night whenever you're listening to this and thank you for spending this hour with me sending you all so much love and starlight and all the blessings